Welcome to Amplify Your Soul with Dr. Shadia, the outlet. And Dr. Sharon, the nonprofit plug. Welcome to episode what? Number three. Three. So what are we talking about today? Ooh, we are talking about the importance of connection. Which is our second pillar, right? It is. It's our second pillar. What's our yeah. first one again? Community. Connection. And then our third one? Wellness. We're bringing it all to the table. Yes, 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 yes. So getting started, connection, you know, last episode we talked about, you know, why community was important. And when you think about community, it kind of ties into connection. That's mm -hmm. why our pillars, they kind of overlap, right? And when we think about connection, we think about that strong support system, right? Mm -hmm. Just like a community brings. And when you have connections, it really kind of helps you overcome different challenges, right? Somebody that you can go to people that you could go to that support you and really help maintain mm. that mental, spiritual, physical, mm. well balance and well being, right? Right. Which is going to lead us next week into, you know, wellness, the yep. pillar on wellness. So everything really aligns in what we're doing in our podcast. So why is connection so important to you? Ooh, I think that like this one is so critical. So mm -hmm. I know y'all are probably like, what's the difference between community and connection? Mm -hmm. But community is your like tribe, mm -hmm. right? We, we always talk about your tribes, your right. vibe, all mm -hmm. that. So the connection is that one next step. So who in your community is your go-to, is your ride or die? Mm -hmm. Who are you loyal to? Who right. do you pick to go do stuff with? And right. you may have different people to do different stuff mm -hmm. with. It all totally depends. Right. Definitely. I agree with that. It's like that bond that you have. Mm. And, and I think we we have different connections with different people. Right. For different reasons. For different yep. reasons. Right. You you know, I have like I have my cousin, um, Didi. She's like the one like. I can be like vulnerable with like mm. straight up mm, vulnerable, like mm. I'm not embarrassed to talk a, talk to her about nothing. And I know like some of the stuff I'll be like. I know I shouldn't be doing this, but it's like, I know when I come to her, it's not going to be no judgment. Right. Yeah. And she's also you have to have that one. Exactly. You, you have to have that one. She going to her grave with all my secrets, yeah. literally. Yeah. Literally. And, and I know she won't tell a soul. Mm. That's a great thing. That's that. You know who that person is? Do you guys remember when Facebook came out with the, I forget what it's called, but you can pick a person that, so when you die, that person will get access to your Facebook account. That's that person. Cause like, then they're going to get all your shit that comes with that. Yeah. I definitely would give her all my passwords and everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like literally. Yeah. Like I, I trust her so much. I give her like all my bank info, like everything, like seriously. Ooh, that's a good one. See, that's yeah, a good connection. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I, I love that's like my, one one of my favorite cousins. I have to say that so the rest of them, because you they, know, they, they so jealous. many of them. Yeah, right? you, you have all the cousins. I have so many cousins. People be thinking like I'm just make between my mom's side of family, my dad's side of family, and then my mom's been married to my stepdad for like 32 years. Mm. So it's a lot. Yeah, my birth father got 14 kids. Like, come Damn. on now. Right. I have a brother that have like 11 or 12 kids. There's like cousins up the wazoo. Exactly. Do you know every single one of them? 
siblings. The, all the cousins. I've met and... all of my siblings, uh-huh. but a lot of them I haven't seen in years. Yeah. Where Definitely. are they all predominantly out in Los Angeles or where are they at? Some are here, some are in Arizona. And I don't know. Oh, yeah. Random. Yeah. Mostly mm-hmm. like LA and Arizona. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, that just goes to show you like, man, that lady's got a community. Exactly. But who are you really, really connected to? And 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 that's probably been the thing with me over my life is the need for friends. Mm. It's not a great need for me. Right. I have so many cousins my age that like losing a friend, it's like, <laughs> all right, girl. <laughs> like, yeah. It ain't no, I don't feel no type of way about yep. it, you know? But <clears throat> as you get older, you do really start learning the importance of friends. Because sometimes it's things that you don't necessarily want to go to your family about. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's so important to have that one connection to that person. And we could talk about connection in so many different mm-hmm. levels, like connection and networking, connection and business. business. Right. Yeah. But like having at least the connection of that circle of friends and that yeah. person that you can like really tell everyone to without the judgment. Yeah. My um girlfriend, Veronica, who I'll tell you about that does all the work in Compton. Mm-hmm. She's definitely been one that really holds space. And I think we've been that for each other. She has her outside also connections and I have other connections too, but that's one that's been, um, that's been very beneficial to me that I can really be um, vulnerable. Cause that's one thing that I struggle with. I'm in therapy for it now, shout out to my therapist. Um, hey. It's vulnerability. I come from raised to just be strong, like be yeah. tough, you know? So showing up vulnerable, showing up soft, that's just something that, you know, I'm trying to let it self all feminine life now, you know, but sometimes I- She's doing a good job. I'm She's trying. been trying. I've been trying. I've like, been getting are... hugs. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's funny because yeah, that that's different mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. It really is. So she's one that definitely has been a part of my tribe. And I could another thing that I love also, I can call her about business stuff and vice versa. And I know Ooh, that's she ain't gonna try to steal my idea. Yeah. She not gonna hate on me. You mm-hmm. know, it's none of that with us, right? And I love that. You know, that's like this makes so much perfect sense to me as I hear you talking about like connection because mm-hmm. you are the outlet. Mm-hmm. So talk to me a little bit about like how did you really get into psychology and mental health and, you know, like how how that plays a role in your connections and feeling connected and like you really know how to, you know, decipher between people. That is definitely a gift. <laughs> that I have yeah you know for so many people they feel like you know I may be a little standoffish and things like that once you get to know me you're gonna love me oh but that is true I don't just open a door for everybody I have to really feel you I'm I'm a person I'm very quiet and I try to really feel people I'll get to know people so I automatically know what and you've seen it plenty of times Mm -hmm. right yeah when somebody is just not good. Right. Right. So this field, (laughs) the fun, I got a story just like you. I hated psychology. Really? Yes. You would never know this woman hates psychology. (laughs) Yes. In undergrad. That's so crazy. Like, well, I guess you're just like naturally good at that. Just like naturally smooth with talking. Right. Like it it was not nowhere on my radar. So growing up, 
I used to always want to, I used to always say, you know, in the hood, we watching the Cosby show. We didn't have doctors and lawyers like rolling through the hood like that. So it was always, I was like Claire Huxbaugh. I know I wanted to go to college. Mm-hmm. That's what I knew. And they said I used to be like, I'm going to get a master's degree. I don't know where that came from, but they said I used to always say that, right? So I wanted to be a lawyer, right? Wow. Claire Huxtable. Oh, I could so see that. Claire Huxtable was a lawyer. That's right. I was going to marry a doctor. That didn't happen, but you know, that's okay. Okay. (laughs) We have other options. So. Going to school, that was the whole thing. Like, I was taking classes at Cal State Dominguez in fourth grade. Like, literally, I've always been so serious about school. Mm. So it was up until, even in undergrad, Cal State Long Beach, go beach. Um, (laughs) I decided to go into criminal justice, and then I minored in, Mm. like, um, African-American studies. When I graduated, I went on a tours with uh, my parents looking at law schools, you know, because my mama wanted a lawyer. Oh, that lady wanted a lawyer. I know she did. Lord. And I took the L side and everything, but it was just something that wasn't really resonating with me. And I actually took a break. So I ended up going into a master's program at Cal State Long Beach. And I stayed like a year and I didn't really like it. So I was like, okay, maybe I need to switch schools. So I stayed in that program and went to Cal State Dominguez. Second day I walked out. It just wasn't resonate with me. But how I got into mental health, I was working for a housing authority, right? And I start, I got a second job. By this time, this is like early, like 2001 or two. And I'm with Nas' dad Uh by this time too. It's been a long time. So we, um, I go to work at a DV shelter. And that was mm, really like right. my first yep. introduction to mental health. And I was like, I'm young, right? Fresh out of college. And these women talking about, you know, all the things they experience. And, you know, I don't want to talk about some of those things just because I don't want to trigger anyone. Because, you know... It may, it may trigger some of our listeners. Yeah. So, but the things that I heard, I was like, man, people really go through stuff like this. Cause I, you know, not realizing that I seen a lot of that growing up, mm-hmm. but I normalized it. Right. So some of their stories was like, oh, like I ain't never seen nothing like that. So that just kind of led me into working in mental health. And really started from the bottom, case management, housing, um, worked Mm. in forensic programs, worked for DMH. So I got pregnant with Nas and I was like, okay, I only got a bachelor's degree. (laughs) That ain't going to take care of no kid, you know. (laughs) So I was like, I'm going to go back to school, but I hadn't figured it out yet. Um, And I never forget Nelson Pachardo, he still followed me on Facebook. I had got a temp job because I wasn't working at the time. Nas' dad, you know, took care of the house. So I wasn't working. Um, And I got a temp job working at this dental um, clinic where I met one of my really good girlfriends, Kendall Cox. We're still friends to this day. And I wasn't pregnant yet. 
I ended up getting pregnant there. And I was like, okay, I can't be working in no dental clinic. Like <laughs> this, I got a degree, you know, and I was mm-hmm. cocky back then. Like I got a degree, like sitting here looking at people, fucking dentures and shit. <laughs> like the hell, right? <laughs> fucking dentures. <laughs> that's how you know she really hates you. She's fucking dentures and shit. So I applied for this job called, is this um, location called Beyond Shelter. And I was honest with Nelson, like I'm pregnant or whatever. And he he actually hired me pregnant. Wow. So this was like really my jump into like mental health now. Cause we like real boots on the ground. Like we, they had this funding for like to get so many people off skid row. Mm. So I'm like driving clients around the hotel. Like it's really like full fledged. Um, and worked there and I ended up going into forensic mental health Mm. and that's why I was working under forensic psychologist and that was my role she was so cool Jewish too oh nice actually both the clinical um the licensed clinical social worker and the forensic psychologist they were both Jewish and they and I don't know if that one has passed away Victoria Simon Dr. Victoria Simon She's still alive. Um, Terry Beck, she she passed, I, I think, maybe last year or the year before last. Mm. But they really took a chance on me because when I came, I still was in a phase in my life where I was very aggressive. I was, like, really angry. You know, I got in a lot of trouble working there, and they never fired me. Mm. Like, I had write-ups. Dr. Destiny would tell you because she worked with me. My wow. girlfriend, Stacy who's a therapist too. <laughs> I had so many Like I write-ups. can't even picture that. Like literally, I didn't know how to control my anger. Oh, we're going to have to get Dr. Destiny up in here. I want to hear <laughs> yeah. these stories. Um, so working under her, I was like, man, I found a way that I could bridge the gap between psychology and forensics because I like working with violent offenders. Mm. And that's how it came to be. I went... Um, got a master's in forensic psychology and decided to stay and transfer into their doctorate program and got my um, doctorate in forensic psychology. Mm. And this is where Dr. Shadia came from. And uh, and when you think about mental health, just where I grew up at and, you know, the different things I've experienced, all the friends I lost, lost to gangs, mm-hmm. um, mass incarceration, you know, all these different things, it led me to this point mm-hmm. of where I am today and why community connection and wellness is so important and a big part of my life. Like they totally go hand in hand. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So like I knew bits and pieces of mm-hmm. that story because, you know, it always comes up in when we're teaching and stuff right. like that and the forensic psychology and mm-hmm. your coaching and stuff like that. But your path, that's so crazy. And I love that we're doing stuff that we didn't necessarily start out and doing right. just, you know, I want people to know that, especially when you're like 16, 17, 18, mm-hmm. like you sh- are not expected to know what you're going to do. Right. Exactly. But what you should be doing is creating community, creating your connection, connections, getting a hold of your mental health and getting right. yourself like situated mm-hmm. and stable and finding the path that works best for right. you. Cause along the way, the people that I met, like when I worked with Dr. Victoria Simon and Terry Beck, 
one thing that they taught me, they never gave up on me. Mm. And they would teach me the difference between being assertive and being aggressive. Yeah. See, I didn't know that difference yeah. because in my family, our physiological response to stress is fight. So when you look at fight, flight, or freeze, we go into fight like big time mm -hmm. in my family. So that's how I walked around the earth thinking like that was okay, right? And did not control my anger because I had low emotional intelligence, right? And they taught me the importance of, especially in business and your career, mm. you you can really lose your career if you yep. don't get it together. You can say the same thing and assert yourself. And once I started learning that and learning how powerful my mouth is, man, I was like, I kind of like this better because I can really just, ooh. Like a couple just, of words and it's done. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've oh I've seen you do it too. Yeah, I've seen you and do I could sound professional doing it. I mean, but yeah. that's so perfect though because mm -hmm. that's what our community needs. That's yep. what our students especially need. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny that you brought that up because today at the at Pacific Oaks with mm -hmm. uh, the merge of School of Education and School mm -hmm. of Human Development, the whole topic today was emotional intelligence. Mm. The whole entire morning, it's that's important. all we talked about: self awareness you know, your leadership styles. Mm -hmm. And that's critical to know. I mean, I think that actually would be a dope workshop for us to do. Oh, definitely. Because it is definitely that these connections that I've made along the way. Mm -hmm. And this is why it's important for anyone listening to establish these connections, because I can always go back mm. and connect other people that's anytime real. I need something, because people know my work ethic. Mm -hmm. And they know that I'll be serious, that they connect me to things. Oh, right? perfect example. Mm -hmm. um, one of the universities that Dr. Shia works for, she introduced me to the president of the university. Uh, yeah. He's the yeah, he's the, the, president. No, the CEO. Yeah. CEO of the university. Mm -hmm. He literally only took the meeting with me because you recommended mm -hmm. it. He's that so just cool. demonstrates everything that you just said and mm -hmm. the validity of who you are mm -hmm. as a person. And it really goes for both of us. People will right. take meetings with recommendations from us because right. we've spent years working on our connections and ensuring that those connections have importance behind them. Mm -hmm. They have impact behind them. We're reliable. Our word means a lot to people. Right, exactly. And that's a busy man. He runs a, yeah. a, a, a very huge university, huge. Right? not just in one town, right? Like he went all the way out to Ohio and I can text him. How often can you really text the actual phone number? I can actually call him on his cell phone mm -hmm. and he will respond. We should have him on as guest. I wonder if he would come. I bet he'd be funny. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. I think and he's really funny. cool. Too. Yeah, no, he's, he's really super cool. Chill. Just even like Pacific Oak. Mm -hmm. Oh, I shouldn't even be shouting out their school name, huh? But <laughs> you're gonna have to erase that part. Both of us are just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so even with the school that you came, the other school that I work at, right? Mm -hmm. It was like you just can we just talk about how many universities you and I work for? I know. <laughs> I'm I, I'll cut down from four to three. Yeah, I think I'm at three now. Yeah. But yeah. that connection, I've been able to bring my friends with me yep. to different universities that yep. I'm at. You're Literally. the reason I'm at one of them. Exactly. Right. Yep. 
And that's what I'm saying. That's why connection is so important. Who you connect. And don't be trying to connect to everybody. Oof, God. I was just talking about that with um, Roxy from The Source LA. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Roxy. We were just talking about that a couple of weeks ago that you really just like just because it's there doesn't mean like not all money is good money at all at all. And you don't need to be connected to everybody. Those are some harsh lessons. And don't be trying to connect to people. Look, I say this all the time and you hear me say this. You cannot make more withdrawals from people than deposits. Mm. All relationships are not going to be equal, mm-hmm. right? But you have to put something into that relationship. So don't try to just connect with people because you think they own or, you know, you see them with a lot or they have a lot of followers. For one, that Instagram is bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So don't connect with people just on that. Really Try to have very authentic connections with people. And people look who you're associated with. Right. So it makes a huge deal. You want to mm-hmm. be with the right circle. You want to be with those around you that motivate you and push you towards the right direction. Right. So like I know we talk about like connections and we started mm-hmm. talking about connections right. in a way that was like who's in your circle. But your connections also like in your network and who you're associated with right. makes a huge mm-hmm. difference. I mean, sometimes that can make a break an opportunity. Right. You know, even like with us, like our connection, we could call, like, we silly, we laugh. Yeah. We be talking about relationships. Then we talk about business. Then we want to eat. <laughs> then, you know, I mean, like everything, so right? But yeah. we become each other's go-to. Yep. Right? But that took time building Mm. you have to build relationship years right yeah this is not something that happens overnight if you want very authentic relationships you have to build it Mm -hmm. right and you have to put the work in yeah right like we've both shown each other that we are very solid Mm -hmm. it's no like nothing behind your back yeah no fake no phony like no none of that yep I don't, and I don't think that there's ever been a time I've called or text you and there was never like not a response. Yeah. Ever. Maybe around the holidays because that's the time where I revert. Yeah, but still even yeah, then but, though, uh, yeah. I like, I that's probably the only like, time that I don't respond because I always yeah. like revert and then I just go to like my woosah, right? I cleanse myself of all the social media shut my mm. pages down, mm. right? Then I pop back on them, you know, but Ooh, she popped back in. Yeah, but I have mm. to like step away. Yeah. And then holidays, I'm always with family. Like I love like the holidays. Yeah. Oh man, you if know? people could only just see the type of setups you do at your holidays. Like, let me just give oh, an my example. Mama is so like, oh good. Let me just Lord, give an example. Shout out. This woman right here. It's it's the aesthetics that you put together on shit is just so gorgeous. And an example of that, because sometimes you guys already know we're going to be filming from like different locations mm-hmm. all the time. And I had a whiteboard here. So we're going to get a whiteboard over at your place, <clears throat> but she can't keep that whiteboard up because it doesn't match the decor. So I'm just gonna, imagine it what it looks like. Yeah, but you're closet. not going to keep it out, though. No, because it doesn't look good in the utility closet. Yeah, exactly. And that's my point. She's going to put it away. 
Because it doesn't look right with the decor, but it, but, but your shit looks good. But fair to say is because the, the, the small office space I have doesn't have a door. If right. I had yeah, a door and it closed, close it. Yeah. like, yep. that would be different. Nah, that's real. Right? Yeah. This big old board just like post yeah. it. I'm going to come over and draw an elephant ass on it. That's what I do yeah, on you love any, drawing elephants. Oh, God. Anytime anyone has a whiteboard in their house or a chalkboard, it doesn't even matter. I don't even care where I'm at. I've done it at doctor's offices. If there's a whiteboard, and a marker, I am leaving my elephant ass on that board. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's you will not signature. forget me. That is my they signature. I signed my research papers like that mm -hmm. in college. It'd be Sharon and then elephant. They don't know elephant was here. Mm -hmm. Yep. I like that. Yeah, definitely. I just want to leave a mark. So let me ask you, who do you feel? And I know Mama Elephant is one that you go to. You know, mm. I'm really close with my mom. Yeah. And I go to her with me and my mom talk about a lot. Some people be, you know, I, me and my mom talk about sex. Yeah. Like, you know, I go to the sex yep. store with my mom, you know. Sorry, I know mom. she does. But, you know, my mom know is she like does. really cool. But it wasn't always like that because yeah. my mom was really strict. Right. But. As I became an adult and had a kid of my own, now we have switched to like that. But like, that's my dog. That's mm -hmm. my best friend. Right. Yeah. That's the one that I that's going to ride for me now. Yeah. Like that's the one that's going to strap up her tennis shoes. And, you know, yeah. she, she really trying to go. Oh, I already you know. know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So who outside of our moms, because we have to give y'all a shout out. Y'all all our go to. But, you know, who is that go to for you? So fortunately, I have a couple of girlfriends that are like mm -hmm. that. I wouldn't really say like the homies are like that. I can go to them for quite a right. few stuff. But I luckily like the one that is the most non-judgmental, like literally can go like she's the one that I can tell like the worst nasty, like the like my worst. Cousin Didi. Yeah. My best friend Tasse in Oregon. I've mm -hmm. known her. So funny story. Our moms taught together. Mm -hmm. And um, at that time when I met her, I was in third grade and my our both of our parents were out of middle school. My mom normally taught uh, high school. Mm -hmm. We our parents were there. It was like an in-service day. So the school was closed, mm -hmm. but all the teachers were there. And of course, Tasse and I had to go to school mm -hmm. with our moms because that's like what we did growing up. Mm -hmm. It's not like babysitters and stuff like that. We didn't have that. So we had to go to work with our parents. So Tasse and I are there. They forced Tasse and I to hang out. It was fucking awful. We, it, we were like, nah, fuck this bitch. Fuck this bitch. Like, we wanted nothing to do with each other. We had roller skates, though. So we put roller skates on. I love roller skates. I love roller skates. She Ooh, I just roller skating every week. I just got brand new wheels. I'm have them on right now. There's some gear right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, I got brand new wheels. They're purple. They're great. So Tasse and I put on our roller skates, and mm -hmm. we're roller skating down the middle school hallway. I and let me just to give you a visual. I'm five two five three on a good day. Five She's two. six two six three. Ooh. So they call us Mutt and Jeff. Oh, she's, she's tall. yeah. She's a foot, yeah. a whole foot taller than me, and we look hilarious. So I'm turning around to look at Tasse, like, "What are you doing, girl? Like, let's go." And her pants are unzipped. So me with like i will i like i don't care i'm gonna say some shit not to mention like that's kind of embarrassing like your pants yeah. are unzipped so i should probably tell her so i turn around i look at her and i'm like yo tasse your pants are unzipped and she's like no they aren't and i was like you're like they're literally unzipped uh -huh. I, you, you can't like this isn't something you can argue it was right. factual your pants are unzipped i cannot wait for her to watch this <laughs> no they're not and i was like okay whatever so i turn around and i like hear her like bend over and like zip her pants up we've been best friends ever since 
And that is like the most like that is my strongest connection I have. Uh I'm like obsessed with her. She's the coolest person. She's been married for almost 15 years now. Her kids are my everything. I watch them grow up. Her 11 year old is five, six. He's only 11 years old, but I just I love them. And it's her birthday month. I'm going to go fly up and see her for her birthday. But like she's the one like she's in um, she does a a photography and she'll do photography for like women on OnlyFans and all sorts of like really Mm -hmm. erotic stuff, exotic stuff. And Mm -hmm. then like, you know, weddings and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so she has seen it all. She's heard it all. She'll tell me about like stuff about mm-hmm. her and her husband. She'll ask me questions. Mm-hmm. I can be like, yo, Tasse, I've been kind of like, I've been thinking about this. I kind of want to do this. And she'll be like, okay, cool. Like that sounds so much fun. Or let's go look for something or let's go read about it. She knows everything. And I know that no matter what I tell her, even if it's so embarrassing, she's like, oh God, that's awesome. Like that'll just be her response. Like, Okay, that's fucking cool. Like, and then on to the next. That's dope. Yeah. And see, that's a strong connection. Oh, yeah. 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 Definitely. I don't know what I do My best friend lives in Texas. I miss her so much. Yeah. It's always, it's that one that's always like, those aren't the ones that live in town next door. Yeah. She got married and moved. Love her husband. Yeah. She lucky you love her husband. (laughs) Yeah. And and another person like that for me is my son's godmother. Oh, I love her. Erica. We call Mm. her Erica G. Well, her name is Erica, but we call her Erica G. Because her last name starts with Erica G. When I say love, love, love her, like I I'm almost obsessed with her because she is just like her spirit. Mm. She's hella fun. Mm. So down to earth. Her spirit is like amazing, Mm -hmm. like literally. Just good energy. Like the best energy, badass career. Like she's Mm. such a boss. She's all around just everything. All around. Like my family loves her, like everything. And I could talk to her about anything. Like she's another one, no judgment whatsoever. Like everything could be perfect. Everything, yes. I love that. And when we get together, I mean, we're talking about everything, like everything, mm. literally. Gosh. And she owes me a date because I know she gonna watch because she support everything I do. She owe me a date. See, like these are people I think that would be funny to have on the show too. Although Tasse, oh. if you ever are on the show and you tell any of these stories, it would good. Yeah, we some of them are funny because she's like a real big head in like the makeup industry like Ooh, cool. she travels the world she like she probably hears like some of the most amazing stories yeah she's like yeah, yeah. we could have her yeah that would like, be fun definitely we're coming to texas yeah no 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 that's my son's godmom she's here oh she's here mm-hmm. oh cool yeah my best friend Seneca's a lawyer okay yeah oh, that would be she's so ladylike too. like us we we are a lot different, but we are a lot the same because my best friend is very feisty. Yeah. Like, don't get it fooled. Like, she's very prim and proper, mm-hmm. but... She can get down. Yeah, she can. Mm-hmm. She really yeah. can. Like, you'll really be fooled by her. Like, Ooh, literally. Those are the fun ones. Uh-huh. Definitely. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that's like your good people connection. Let's yes. just touch on professional connections. Some of those were professional too. Did they start professional? Some of them were like, like oh, my I friend like Veronica kind of, me and Veronica met on IG, her following me on IG. 
That's so yeah. cool. And that was more of a professional connection that transferred into yeah. like a friendship. Yeah. Like me and you, it started like a professional yeah. and transferred into super did. Like, right? Yeah. So when we think about like those business connections, I have so many of those. Yeah. Right. Those are almost like easier to have, I guess, because some of them are so surface level. And see, you know, that's always easier for me. Yeah. Because I'll run. I'm like that. Don't have to worry dude. about anything. Right. And this is how I describe myself sometimes. I'm like that dude that, you know, he want to hang out with you. But then you already like claiming them and you just back him all the way up because you a little further along than what he was. Yeah, you weren't ready yet. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I am in friendships. Like when you yep. try to change, because I know you may not notice, but when I seen us moving in a different direction, it like kind of halted me. Like, uh, like I got to back up a little bit, right? Because I be building those friendships. Like I have to really know people can trust, like, yeah. excuse me, I can trust them and they can trust me. Yeah. Cause now if I bring you into like my personal world, like when you came to my house, like that was big. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know I that was, a I don't step. let people come to mm -hmm. my house. It, some of my family, a lot of my family never even step foot in anywhere I live. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a big for me. Like you met my son. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's almost like, like, girl, you, you really want this. You really want this because you're gonna be stuck. Yep. Because when I love, I love really hard. Mm, that it takes me truth. a long time to get there, yep. but when I get there and I could trust you and I open up, I have such a big heart, so I have to guard it because there's people out here and I've seen you experience it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. You open up trying to help people and they take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. Because there's people out here that really are shysty. Oh, man. Shysty, foul, right. fake. I right. used to think that was just Los Angeles. But then no, now I've everywhere. been all over the world. Yeah. And I've lived in different countries mm -hmm. and different parts of the world. I'm like, oh, that's just people. Right. So you have to be real careful. So I have people in business that, you know, I can connect with. And that's why networking is so building mm -hmm. those connections. I always tell my students building those connections yeah. can be so helpful. Yep. Right. And you, I mean, you've, you've been connecting in business with Queen some beautiful women. Mm -hmm. I really have the, and I think even more recently in the past couple of years, I've really been experiencing some solid like female empowerment connections. Mm -hmm. Cause that wasn't really, I didn't grow up with that. Like my mom for sure, but my mm -hmm. mom and I are more so on the tomboy side. Like mm -hmm. I did boy scouts. I grew up with the guys. I grew up with like my dad and, and sports and my brother See, that and his used stuff. To be me. So having like really solid female connections besides like Tasse, Puka, yeah. you know, and a couple of those are always hard, hard for me. All yeah. my friends are males. Yeah. Majority of yeah. all my friends are males. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it was the same for me up until mm -hmm. probably just the past couple of years when I'm yeah. like now I'm really trying to demonstrate, you know, women empowerment and putting right. our connections together right. and building that. Because you don't have to be friends. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's the thing. what I'm learning when you are learning at. Yeah. Y'all is the camera. With that's the camera. what I'm. Look, she didn't stress me out. <laughs> Literally. And she's finally getting it. Yeah. Is business 
and it's friendships. Yeah. The two can overlap, but know where to take the person yeah. to friendship. Yep. Absolutely. Because you only get hurt at the end. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And I think you're starting to know that now. Yeah. Because you want to help everybody. I want to help everyone. Yes. And I, I, it's not that I want to be friends with everyone. Yeah. I just, I want to help. And I see the term today that I learned during the emotional mm-hmm. intelligence training is I'm a developer. Yes. And the, the low side to that is that you put all of this, all of this energy into like low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. And to have that skill to be able to identify like the low, the low potentials mm-hmm. and to, you know, really focus on high potential and the value and build that trust and loyalty and mm-hmm. just to have that and just figure it out between the two. I mean, it's that's a really hard skill mm-hmm. to have. And I'm sure there'll still be some more harsh lessons. But yeah. let me tell you, and, you know, I'll be I learned right some here. shit. Yep. And now you're getting good. Like, OK, let me tell you. Is this bad or good? And I think that's, I'm like, Mm-mm. no, Mm-mm. cut just that like off that. right now. She'd just be like, nope, Mm-mm. <laughs> we don't do that. We don't play them games. Yep. So it, it, it's going to come because you you just have a big heart. Yeah. That's just who you are. Yep. Right. And I, I really like, although I'm that closet introvert, like I really love people. I mm-hmm. genuinely love people. You do. I want to see everyone win. And sometimes like I just had to come to terms and accept the fact that not everyone else wants to win. And everybody don't want to see you win. Ooh, and that's the truth. Mm-hmm. That was a hard pill to swallow too. Like, yeah. oh, you're not like supportive of the shit. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. That, and that's hard. Everybody's not going to support you. And I, and one of the things I posted today and uh, another, I say it all the time is God didn't give them your vision. Mm. And we have to get out of the habit of thinking everybody is supposed to support us. Right. Our job is really to manifest in front of them. Right. Yeah. And sometimes they're going to buy into it eventually. Right. Yep. And sometimes they're not. Right. And that's okay. And and you will when you will. There's mm-hmm. time and place for everything. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's your vision. Yeah. Ooh, and I know we got mm-hmm. a vision. Right. And everybody don't have purpose and vision right. or, or discovered what theirs is yet. Yeah. So they're like all these big dreams and the, the, the people that the people that is sometimes hardest to get them on that other side is the people closest to you. Right. Because all they're looking at, at, they looking at Sharon. They're not looking at Dr. Sharon, the consultant of the nonprofit plug. You Sharon. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> With so many different facets of my life. Like half right. the like half the shit I do, people don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then they start seeing, right? They're right. starting to see what you're doing. Right. Right. Yep. And well, then want to open it up and share that. Right. Exactly. And sometimes when you have people around you where you are like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to tell them about this new thing I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You don't need to have them around you because you should never be made to feel that way. Right. You should be excited. Like, yeah, I got this new. That's such and such. Like, I don't want to have to not share that shit. When you have people in your life that you feel that way, you need to really think about them being in your life. Yeah. That's another reason why I love Tasse so much. Mm-hmm. And that connection that I have to her is because 
her and I can call each other like when we make a sale or we get a new client or like, mm -hmm. you know, maybe it was a really, really, really good financial day. Mm -hmm. She's the first person I call because she's going to be like, holy shit. Like, fuck right. yeah, that's awesome. Like, let's celebrate. Not like there's other people. There's no way I would ever share mm -hmm. a dollar amount with right. anybody. Well, shit, when you shared it with me, I was like, damn, girl. <laughs> Listen, like, sometimes yeah. we have some good days. <laughs> right, you know? And that's how it should be. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, you own your shit. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. Like, that's are motivation. Yeah, and it's accomplishments. Right. We supposed to be able to motivate each other. Yeah. And that's the importance of connection. Yep. Having people that motivate you. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. Because mm. you're getting that. You getting that cash right now? Oh, we getting some cash. Yeah. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm Definitely. Yeah. Yep. And I'm here for all of it and celebrating mm -hmm. all of it and those of us around us like we get mm -hmm. to celebrate all of that together. Right, exactly. And another thing about connections is if I have something you know, I could call up somebody like, oh, I have this for you. Oh, mm, can you do this yeah. speaking engagement? Yep. Like, I can't do it. Yep. Like my girl Veronica, she does that like, oh, I have this opportunity for you. You know, my girlfriend Jayla has done it. You know, countless other people. That's how I get my business is word of mouth. Right. You know, like I, I got this for you or vice versa. Yeah. You know, like I'll call my girl Jayla today. Can we showcase your candles and give you a shout out? Right. You know, it's my way of trying to give back to her in some kind of way. Yeah. You yep. know, those candles are pretty fucking dope, too. Right. Yeah. It's so and you know, in her way, I didn't ask her to do no discount code. Right. Off top, she gave a discount code. Oh, that's cool. Right. 30 yeah. percent off. That's see, that's she believes in you. Like that's some support, you know, right. Like, she knows like. Let me tell you, Jayla, when we was in high school, when I was running from like vice president, she would like you make would. signs and she would be walking around like vote for Shadia. That's awesome. <laughs> you have pictures of that sign anywhere? I'm going to ask her. That would be cool. I'm going to ask her. Yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. my God. That's so great. Yeah, definitely. So those connections are like super important, you know? Like, doesn't it feel good to have someone that you could like brainstorm with or, you know, that you don't have to hide things with, mm, yeah. you know, just yeah. like when you hit me the other day for that name, you were telling me the name and I was like, oh, you should do this. Yeah. You know, right. somebody that don't want to see you win would have kept it to themselves. Oh, for sure. Or or like my response would have been like, oh, like, that's cool. But maybe like, let's right. keep going. Nah, spot on. And what did I do? I'm buying my ticket, bought my yeah. ticket right there. Yep. I'm coming out to support you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what it's about. That's really what connection is. Yeah. Know your community, know your connection. Mm -hmm. Your tribe is your vibe. Your tribe is like, your vibe. We love it all. Yep. Thank you for joining us for episode number three on Amplify Your Soul Show. We are having so much fun. Yes. We have talked about community. We've talked about the plug. We've talked about the outlet. We've talked about connection. We'll be talking yes. about wellness next. Stay tuned. Stay with us. Stay motivated. Know your tribe. Your tribe is your vibe. Your See y'all next time. Vibe. Peace out.